Hi, this is James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers from Halloween 2018, and you're listening to Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. We really appreciate all support. You guys are awesome. Super excited for this upcoming interview. We had the utmost pleasure of interviewing the legend himself post-release of Halloween Kills, and now we get the surreal chance to interview him Interview him for promotion of Halloween Ends. I've said before, he's my favorite portrayal of Michael Myers' The Shape. James, welcome back to the Don't Go Out There podcast. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, and it's good to be back with y'all. James, the last time we spoke, you were getting ready to head off to film Halloween Ends. You said you had feelings of excitement. What are your feelings now that it's wrapped and about to be released? Man, it's it's, it's bittersweet. Um, you know, and it's, it's consumed so much of my life, and it's been such an important part of my life. Uh, it's been exhausting. It's been brutal. It's been, um, you know, just emotionally, just emotionally exhausting, physically just brutal. But, you know, it's also I, I this has been the greatest and most beautiful experience of my of my film career. I mean, you know, it's the, the playing this powerful, rich, deep character, um, working with Jamie Lee Curtis and David Gordon Green, Christopher Nelson, the special effects makeup artist. I mean, just, you know, Michael Simmons, the cinematographer, just I mean, just just incredibly talented people, the scripts, you know, the screenplays that David and Danny McBride wrote. I mean, you know, so on one hand, it's 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 kind of a relief to let this go and, and let go of the, the you know, I didn't realize how much of it I was still carrying, even though I can breathe the character in and breathe it out. Um, on the other hand, man, I'm we, we are we're a family and it, more than any other film or television show I've ever worked on. We all have forged such powerful friendships through this. So, right. um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to have, you know, a, a, a whole new family. It's my Halloween family. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you don't remember, but I got to ask you this question personally at your, your panel at Spook Collis. I want to ask you again. Uh, James, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis has already said that this is her last time portraying Laurie Strode. Has it really, has, you know, after the movie is wrapped, has it really resonated with you now? that you're Michael Myers for Jamie Lee Curtis's last appearance as Laurie Strode. I know you spoke on how emotional you were. I just want to know what your feelings are now that the movie has wrapped. You know, I think, I think that will sit in on me at some later date. Um, I still feel like I'm in the mix and I haven't really processed intellectually, you know, what this all means to me because the, the creation and portrayal of this character has been so emotional and spiritual and so I think once the film premieres and then it's released and then it runs and, you know, I have months to, to let it sort of sit. And, you know, Jamie and I have chance to talk. And, you know, the, the other members of my family, David Gordon Green and Chris and, you know, everybody else, because we're all we're all so close. Right. I think I think I'll be able to process through that and answer that question. Hit me up next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'll be at Spook Hall every year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. You know, to, to hear you speak now and, and just in the interviews from from Jamie the last couple of months as well, the the pride is just very evident. You know, you both have talked about, especially this movie. So obviously we're going to get something not only that you both have put your love and souls into, 
but you know, something you guys are both very proud of, obviously. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Well, I'll say this. Um, my favorite scene in the entire trilogy, which is really one movie in three acts, um, right. my favorite scene, the most powerful scene that I've ever, that I've ever acted in or shot in the, not only these movies, but any movie is the finale between Jamie and I. Um, it's emotional. It's violent. It's erotic. It's it's so many things packed into one. And, you know, so the I, I can't speak too much more about that scene. Right. But um, but we both the connection that we had creating that particular dynamic. I mean, at one point, you know, when you have when you're when you're going to a new setup and you're setting up new lights I mean, that could take an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Right. Um, at one point we were in a certain position um when you know when i'm laying there because you can see that from the trailer um so i'm not killing it but we, we held hands for like an hour without speaking we just sit, just stayed in the same position while everybody worked around us and just held hands i mean that's that's how deeply emotionally connected we are um in, in this film it's it's just it's stunning for me and it was an incredible experience absolutely and something that we keep hearing in the marketing, and you even spoke on it last time you were with us, is this, that this movie is different. Uh, the movie isn't what you know most fans are expecting. I'm not sure what you can even say, but can you elaborate on that at all? Again, we know you know the love that everyone involved in the trilogy has taken, and I'm sure that comes across. But what can you speak on regarding to this movie being different? Even David Gordon Green's talked about this movie is different. It's like Christine and all these other things. Can you elaborate on that at all? Well, the the best I can do um, is the, is to say that it's twisted. It's definitely twisted, and and the thing is, is you know, with a, with a great filmmaker like David Gordon Green, um, you take risks, and you know, David has taken quite a few risks along the way, and um, and they've all paid off. And so I would say, you know, like trust David, trust DGG. I mean, he, I do, um, all of us do, um, and it's it. It, it, it had to go someplace that was organic to the characters and the richness, you know. And if you look at it, each one of these, each one of these films, you know, the first act, 2018, second act, Halloween Kills, third act, Halloween Ends, they deal with deep, rich, emotional human issues. They deal with social issues, right? I mean, in the first one, we're dealing with alcoholism and, and Jamie's been sober for 22 years. And so right. that was super close to her. And, you know, in, 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 in Halloween Kills, we're dealing with, mob mentality you know right. and, and you know what does that what happens and, we, and we're living this in, in our in our real world now and right so halloween ends is going to do something very similar it's going to approach some things in life that that we need to look at as a society and go oh wow i didn't quite see it that way well speaking of approach can we get into your acting approach a little uh has anything changed with the way that you've approached the character between halloween 18 and then kills and now ends no. My job was to show up to Christopher Nelson's special effects management <laughs> trailer the very first morning in the exact same place that I was when I left it in Halloween Kills, wow. which was the exact same place I entered Kills, which was the exact same place I left 2018, which is why I haven't intellectualized the character at all, which is why I just kept that same sacred space inside me that I could breathe into, allow it to consume me, and then breathe it out again. Okay. Uh, so you've mentioned before that, you know, when you've been asked if you had a favorite out of the three that you don't see them like that. And you even spoke on it earlier tonight with us that you see them as acts one, two and three of the same film. 
So obviously secrecy is uh, so key with something like that. Can you talk about the extents that were taken to keep this final act secret? I mean, so many movies have leaks and there are even some with Halloween kills. What links did David Gordon Green and really everyone go to to keep this a secret? Thank God they did, too. Yeah. Well, well, you know, the studio is pretty much in control of what, you know, the marketing. And so, you know, a director moves on and he's working on other things. I mean, you just trust your your marketing people, too. And and David and all the rest of us felt that they gave away too much on the um, and the the trailers and Halloween Kills. And I, and I think, you know, everybody does their best, whether it's marketing, whether it's publicity, whether it's, you know, the filmmakers, everybody's doing their best. So um, but we all had the, the feeling that, you know, um, that marketing wasn't trusting the, you know, the fans and trusting us. And so we specifically we had talked about this going in. We specifically all were in unison and that we did not want to give away anything in, in for Halloween ends. And so. You know, even some of the things you see in the trailers may or may not be in the movie. You never know. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely happened, you know, before in the past with other films. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. The last time we spoke to you, we talked about your respect for Nick Castle, the original uh, shape character and how it was working with him in 18 and and even some of the scenes that got cut and kills. Uh, You know, besides his breathing work, which, you know, Nick shared on his Instagram, should we expect Nick to be back? donning the mask in any scenes or is this one he could possibly do something else without giving anything away obviously uh well nick is giving this away so i'll give it away. <laughs> okay i was gonna say he's he's pretty open with it he's pretty open yeah no he's not he's not playing any he has nothing to do with playing michael myers playing the shape um he's playing another character and uh which is awesome just yeah that's really cool really really awesome but he's still doing the breathing and we agreed um that he should do the breathing because uh, he actually, we actually communicated. This is the only time we've ever communicated about the about the character ever, is right before he was going to do the breathing in this one, and um, we just kind of threw some threw some notes back and forth. Um, but I think it's I think it's really poetic that he did, he did the breathing in, in all three because he is the breath of life that created this character. I just right. got to fill the shoes of it and expand it. James, you know, just kind of a deep one. I mean, everyone that loves horror movies, I feel like has a 1978 Halloween story, you know, whether it's the first time they watched it or, or how the movie affected them in some way in their lives. Um, I think we can all agree on this show, this trilogy that, that David and you have, have put together, have really, has really treated the fans with, with the utmost respect. I mean, taking these stories into account almost, you know, my, my Halloween story goes back to my mother and I've been able to share the movie and much more, but um, can you tell us your Halloween story? I mean, before you worked on the film, obviously, was there anything with, with you seeing the original 78 the first time that kind of stands out that you can tell us about? Well, first of all, um, to your point, uh, everybody who worked on these movies has a Halloween story. Every one of us there was a fan. Every one of us there knew that we were doing something really, really special. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I knew in fourth grade I was going to make films and, you know, it wasn't a dream. I didn't put up posters. By fifth grade, I picked up my daddy's, you know, old 1950s era Kodak tri-lens eight millimeter camera. And man, man, I had to buy my own stock. You know, I mean, I was a paper boy. I didn't make a whole lot of money, but I had to buy my own stock. I had to sit there and cut it on a moviola. Um, so I, I've been, you know, I've been watching films from that perspective since I was a kid. Um in the night, in, in I went to college in the seventies. I graduated from uh, high school in nineteen seventy-five. I went to the University of South Carolina, 
uh, School of Journalism, which was one of the best journalism schools in the nation. Um, I couldn't afford to go to film school. So I went to journalism school so that I could study the manipulation of minds. And journalism, for, for better or worse, manipulates minds. So does cinema. So I was always going to the theater because I preferred seeing, you know, of course, we didn't have DVDs and streaming back then. Um, so the two films I saw in college that I knew were game changers, that I walked out of the theater going, this is something different, were Rocky and Halloween. I walked out of the theater. I had a date. I can't remember her name. I don't know what she looks like, <laughs> but I remember Halloween. I remember seeing it in the theater. I know the theater that it's not there anymore, but I remember, I remember it so clearly because I walked out and went, this is going to change the horror genre. And it certainly did, didn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. And okay. So obviously you can't talk about the end of the movie, nor would we want you to. Uh, but my question is, you know, whether Myers lives or dies in this timeline, eventually we're going to get another timeline reboot or a remake or maybe even a follow up to this. Eventually, Myers will be back. So if approached, would you play Michael Myers again? And a follow up, would it depend on if DGG was your director again or not? Well, I'd, I'd say this. I mean, for now, in my heart and mind, I've, I've, I've put this to rest. Um okay. Uh, I, I think it would be very difficult. Uh, it, it would have to be an amazing director. I, I, I know I, I'm certain David wouldn't come back to do another. Um, okay. He's already on. To, he's already on to The Exorcist. He's already on to you know that man. That man. He sleeps three hours a night. He's oh. <laughs> he's he's light years ahead of everybody else. Um, I I don't I don't know. I mean, if the script were so amazing. And the director was just through the roof talented and they added another couple zeros to my paycheck. <laughs> you know, I might think about it. Right. Hard to beat that. Hard to beat that answer. I like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Halloween ends will be in theaters and on Peacock streaming on October 14th. James, thank you so much for coming on beyond Halloween ends. Do you have anything in the works acting or stunt work wise, or is maybe directing something you thought about tackling one day? Or maybe you just excited to get some time off and rest. <laughs> <laughs> I do need the rest, man. We have we have been going nonstop since we shot this film, and I I'll finally get a rest the, to rest in the last couple of weeks of December. But um, when I get back from Germany, I'll be doing, doing a convention over there, meeting fans in Germany. Um, yeah, I've got I've got two films in a TV uh, project. I'm I am looking to direct. Um, I've written one. I've optioned one, um, and I've been approached for the television thing from from a, another consortium. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a lot on. I, I as far as stunt work goes, no, I I am I'm done with that. I'm an action actor. I will always do my own stunts, but at this stage of the game, I I right. have no desire to unless unless like Steve McQueen used to do. If one of my buddies calls and says, "Hey man, you know I want you to I want you to be all this car chase," like Steve McQueen used to do that all the time, go in there uncredited so no one knows I'm in there and just get to you know bang up a car or lay down a motorcycle or something. Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, some kind of fun stuff, but as far as stunt doubling, you know, indie stunts, um, I'm an action actor and, and, um, and, and I, I think I've kind of carved out this niche of, of being an action anti-hero, you know? Um, so that's one of the films I'm looking at doing. Um, and then there's some, you know, the, the, the film I, I'm, I'm, I've written and uh, will be directing as a, as a coming of age story. And, and it, it's not horror, but it's, it's definitely uh, uh, very, very uh, tapped into the, the issues we're dealing with kids deal with these days. And right. You know, so I'm excited. I'm excited. This is, and I've learned so much 
I mean, I've worked with some pretty amazing directors in my day, but David right. Gordon Green is hands right. down the best director I've ever worked with. And I learned so much from watching him work and from working with him. Um, so with any luck, I can carry some of that forth into, into my projects. Oh, Absolutely. Yes, sir. Awesome. James, just want to thank you again for your time. Yes, thank uh, you so much. Let you go, uh, do you want to shout out your social media? Any final thoughts on Halloween before we just let you go? And thank you for being our first, you know, repeat guest. We truly appreciate it. You're always welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can, you guys can find me on Instagram at, at James Duke Courtney. And um, I, I think that's all linked up to Twitter and Facebook. And and uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I think I, I really my suggestion in watching this film is to see it in the theaters. If you can, if unless you're infirm or whatever, but stream it afterwards because you're going to catch stuff in there as you watch it over and over. And so I would suggest, you know, um, watching it in the theater the first time, if you can, and then streaming it because you're going to you, David Gordon Green plants a little Easter eggs all over the place, man. And nice. there's going to be a lot of subtleties in there. So I, I'd say absolutely stream it. It's not expensive and it's it's worth it, man. Absolutely. Thank you again for coming on. Yes, yeah, I love you, it, guys. I, I, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed on the 14th. Excellent. I'll be there. I'll be there, I'll that, be there that Thursday night. Can't wait. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, week from the day. Let's go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, we'll talk Always to you enjoy later. it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just want to remind everybody. Uh,